Hello and welcome back to this week's episode. This podcast is based on people's eyewitness accounts. Ever heard of ghosts that walked on water? Eh, me either. Until now. After this episode, the podcast is going to go on a little Christmas break and we will see you back here for the main episode on January 4th. This week's stories are as follows. Walked on water, screams for help, my scariest Christmas. So, one Friday evening, my friends Ryan and Liam thought it would be a great idea to visit the cemetery that was right on the outskirts of town. It was a really big cemetery. I was very apprehensive, but they convinced me, saying it would be fun and we're just gonna go around and see if we knew any of the names. Because why not do that on a Friday night? Me and Ryan didn't have a car, so we had to take Liam's. Which was, as you could imagine, very old and on its last legs. As we were slowly driving through the cemetery, we started to ascend up a hill. On the other side of the hill was this little pond with a bench on our side and on the other side with some trees and, of course, gravestones. On the other side of the pond, we start to notice a figure sitting on the bench. We really couldn't see much other than that he looked really tall and was very dark, like a black figure. Liam rolled all the windows down stupidly in the car, and him and Ryan started waving and yelling at the man, saying, Hey, you okay? I personally was very uncomfortable and asked them to leave the man alone because obviously he's at the cemetery for a reason, right? But the man didn't flinch. He just sat there. But just as we were about to drive away, the man suddenly bolts up and runs full speed towards us across the water. The car went silent. He was like freaking Jesus walking on water. And then all of a sudden, he just disappeared into thin air while he was halfway across the freaking pond. We all screamed as Liam rolled the windows up. He tried to pedal to the metal, but the car wouldn't go. We start to freak out. I knew this whole thing was a bad idea from the start. Then we hear bang, bang, bang. And there were these loud thumps on the back of the window that we could feel through the freaking car. We start yelling at Liam to get the car going, but to no avail. The banging would fade and then come back. Liam whipped out his phone to call his mom, but we didn't have any service. Try your phones, he said, but we did, and Ryan and I had no service either. At this point, we are in a full-blown panic. And... We could start to feel this heaviness in the air and it was like all this weight on our chest. It was starting to get hard to breathe. We needed to get out of here ASAP. The banging continues as if it was trying to bang its way into the car. After 30 minutes of trying, the car finally started and Liam hit the pedal to the ground and we sped out of there so fast. The craziest thing about all of this is that As soon as we left the grounds, all of our service came back on our phones and the heaviness just lifted off of us. I had never felt more relieved in that moment. After this experience, I will never set a foot in a cemetery. And that thing we saw running across the pond like Jesus was definitely not human.
My husband and I loved camping. So we found this group on Facebook that you could get together and go with a group of people camping. We decided to take my husband's family with us. So there was this big group of 15 people all going camping together. We've done this a couple times before and honestly it is an awesome experience and a great way to make new friends. Half of us were at the one site and the rest of us at the site beside. We of course helped each other set up the tents and the camping chairs and at this time it was night. So we had the bonfire going, we were all laughing and telling ghost stories and roasting s'mores. When all of a sudden we hear a little girl yelling for help. We all look at each other puzzled, knowing that none of us have kids with us. And I don't remember seeing anyone else in this campsite having kids when we walked by. So we all think for a moment, deciding if we actually heard a girl screaming for help, and if so, what should we do? So we decided the best course of action was to go and look to see if anyone actually needed help. So we all split off into groups and went to search. There was a field behind our campsite, so me and my husband and a couple of the other people decided to start there. So we're looking around the field and we can't see anything. No sign of a person, no sign of someone struggling. And then all of a sudden we hear the scream again. We look around in a panic, being like, who needs help? You know, like, we're coming for you, hello? And then we notice, about a hundred feet away from us, there is this tall, white figure. It's not black like the typical ones you hear, oh, black figure. No, it was pure white. I have never seen anything like it. And as we're standing there, staring at this figure, it starts to scream for help. And at this moment, I have no idea how to feel as I'm literally staring at this white figure sounding like a little girl screaming from help. From a distance, it was really tall, like six feet and super skinny. I don't know what was going through our minds, but we decided to get a closer look. We just had to know if this was our mind playing tricks on us or if what we were seeing was actually there. So me and my husband grab hands and we start slowly approaching this white creature but as we started to get closer and closer the creature would match us and take two steps back eventually we had to give up because it just disappeared into the woods the most frustrating part about all of this is that later that night as we all tried to sleep in our tents all we could hear all night is the screams of a little girl and we all knew what we had seen in that field and it was not a little girl at all. My experience took place about three years ago and it still haunts me to this day, as it would anyone. It was on Christmas day and me and my family had just finished at a fancy restaurant, as it was our tradition each year. This restaurant was about 45 minute drive back to our house. My whole family was tired, but I was wide awake, making this drive so tedious. I tried not to look at the clock, as every minute that ticked by felt like an hour. On top of that, my sister would not shut up about her friend from school not getting her a card for Christmas like she gave her. At this point, it has been about 30 minutes when my dad pulled into a gas station to buy some chips, and of course my mom and sister had to go in to use the washroom. 
leaving me alone in the car. So I whipped out my phone and started to play some games. A few minutes went by, so I looked out the window to see where my family was. Just then I saw a man staring at the car. It startled me because I had no idea how long he was watching as I was looking at my phone. It really freaked me out. And he was standing against the light so I couldn't quite make out too much of his face, but what I saw was like a blank expression. But he was so tall, probably like six feet older looking. It sent chills down my body and I started to pray that my family would come out soon. Once he knew that I saw him, he started to walk towards the car. Fear struck my whole body and then a wave of relief as I saw my family walk out of the store. The man that was walking just stopped in his track. My dad opened the door and then apologized and said they were waiting on toilet paper. I didn't care, I just wanted to get the heck out of here. As we drove off, I noticed the man still standing there, but with a look of annoyance. I just brushed it off knowing that I would never see him again. But later that night, as we were all home, I was laying in bed watching TV when I noticed a loud banging on my window. Just thinking it was that large tree next to my window and it was very windy, but something in my gut was telling me to look out the window. Honestly, I didn't want to, but I slowly crept out of bed and went to peek out the window. What I saw next still haunts me to this day. The man from the gas station was now standing in my lawn, staring up at my window, this time with a huge grin on his face. My heart sank, my eyes were bulging out of my head, and I screamed at the top of my lungs. My dad came running so fast into my room to see what was wrong. I couldn't get the words out of my mouth, so I just started pointing out the window at the men. Luckily, my dad actually saw him and yelled at my mom to call the police. But when the police arrived and they looked around the house, they couldn't find anyone. No trace that someone was even there. I don't know if he was real or not, but I do know my dad saw him. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Eyewitness Accounts. As always, if you or a friend have an experience that they would like to share, feel free to email us at podcasteyewitness at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at Eyewitness Accounts. If you want to check out our exclusive show where we deep dive into urban legends, head over to Patreon slash PiperStoffer.com. That's P-I-P-E-R-S-T-A-U-F-F-E-R. Narration by Piper Stoffer and scoring by Paul Dawson.